G'day Trendsetters, welcome to episode 546 of the Transmove podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have a question for the show, it's nice and simple. All you have to do is jump on through to the website, trainsmooth.com, or just send me through an email, Tim, at trainsmooth.com. Now, a lot's been going on in my little world. I've just did, um, just got back from Ironman, so that's always good, that's always fun. But um, I, I was talking to a few people, and the, I wouldn't say they've convinced me, but probably not too far off that, is doing a, a podcast series, so to speak, of um, Ironman. So, um, so we're talking about doing an episode on everything I did leading into the Ironman, what worked, what didn't work, what could I shoot, what could I have and what should I have done different, that sort of stuff. Do another episode on the Ironman um, recap and a third one email a third podcast on the what's ahead over the neck you know what are the plans ahead and what how from this stage how do i look like i'm going to attack them and a fourth one on crap i learned from the iron man and they're just like little things not from myself but from um stuff i saw other athletes out on the course doing that wasn't in their best interest so to speak that they've, they've put so i thought i'd do that if you guys don't want that um because i've only spoken to a few people that either suggested part of it or thought it was a great idea um tell me and i won't do it i it, it i can keep continuing on just answering people's questions it i'm all good i'm all easy but if you guys do, just sit back and relax and I'll do them. But if you don't, just send me a message. But I've got a few questions I've got to get through first. So we'll do these few question episodes first and then I'll crank them out. The, yeah, the Ironman ones. So uh, let me just get my little email up here and we'll go from there. So today's question comes from Toby. And there's a three or four questions and they're quite lengthy. So... What I'm going to do is I'm going to give a quick summary of each one. I, I like reading quietly in my head. I'm good at reading quietly in my head. And as you people that listen to the episode more often than not know full well, I suck so bad at reading out loud. I don't know what it, what it is, but I am an R more than normal and I skip over words and I, oh, it's horrible. But So what? I'll paraphrase all this. So Toby's first question is um, he's got a he's going to be at Ironman Frankfurt in um, just under two weeks now. He he got an illness, a bit of an illness, come in uh, three weeks out. He's worried about you know what changes to training, recovery. Um, so this is all part of question one. Um, should he when as he starts feeling better, should he go back into his normal training? Um, also, I coach Toby. Um, as well, so, um, so just some of these um, questions, parts of the question in here, he's already gone through at the moment because he sent this question in um, five days ago. Um, so we've already de- we've already dealt with it, dealt with it. So he, for instance, last last weekend, I gave him um, a hundred kilometre time trial with a twelve k run off the bike. Two exactly two weeks before. Um, the race day and so and then we start the taper off into that 
So that was one of his concerns. So at this stage, when when we're talking, um, and we saw this not only with just a normal illness or tiredness, or um, we see people get niggling injuries, we've seen um, people get COVID three weeks out or whatever, it's, and you start thinking, God, it's a death sentence here. It's not. You've done all the training. You, re- you really have. You've got the volume in. You're not going to really get any fitter. You're all, all that last, you know, two, three, four weeks, and some could easily argue five weeks out, all that is is just keeping the tools, um, it's just sharpening it all a little, um, and you're dropping fatigue. Um, so it, it can affect your taper, how you taper in, depends on how much time you've got. Uh, but it's, that's not a bad thing either. So while you're recovering from your illness, you can also, your muscle, you know, you can be starting to freshen up a little for, um all that deep deep chronic fatigue you've built up over months uh, months of training and then you just slowly get back in back into it so generally when someone gets um, a bit of a cold sometimes you know it's i always recommend you cut the intensity out for the most part depending on the athlete depending on the illness depending on the session but generically you cut the intensity out and see if you can try and keep the volume. If not, you can keep the vo- cut the volume right back. Um, if you're getting worse, you've got to cut it even further back. You it may pay to take a day or two off, rest. And then as you start to start feeling that little bit better, you can then increase the volume a little bit more. Or, um, but you don't want to be smashing the intensity too hard. For Toby... Um, we got him to still do that 100k time trial with the 12k run off the bike because it was still um i i wanted him to get the mental confidence from doing that and i also wanted wanted to see i I thought it would be just perfect for him to do it um from feedback i i got and things i was seeing and I, there was enough room where we could have more, add some extra rest days in between race day if needed. He did it. He did very well. I was very proud of him for doing that. And um, I'm, I think he should take a lot of confidence out from, from doing that. So um, we will be manipulating your taper into um, Ironman because we... But that goes deep, deeply on how you feel each session as well. So we're going to—I'll be making changes to to over the next two weeks. Another question he wrote. Um, I'll again do this slightly. Um, he he had a friend talk to him about um, a phrase that it was called uh, maranoia. So basically, what that is. Um, you, you become super paranoid. People become super paranoid and concerned about races that they're leading into. He had a friend who was doing um, three marathons. He had a, got it leading into all three marathons, Maranoia. Um, yeah, but he did very well on all three marathons. He did His first one was 3.30. The next one was 3.08. The third one was sub two hours, 2.59, which was really good effort. Um, but you can overthink races big time i see um i see um self-sabotage a lot in age groupers 
Uh, it generally kicks in around that six, any eight to five weeks out from their big race, they'll really start self-sabotaging. I said, and I know this—it's not really connected. It is, but it's not. It's, uh, but I do see a lot of self-sabotaging from people. They'll start missing out on their long bike rides. These are bread and butter weeks. Those weeks, and you don't you if you miss out on a training training session like a big like a let's say you got a, a long bike ride six weeks out you're 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 not doing yourself any any favors by doing that and they, these are just so key sessions and sometimes you can be so mentally you think you're mentally frightened you could be but you just they're just these tiny little blocks of time to, that you've just got to suffer through them but i see it a lot where people miss out on training sessions they'll start eating way too much food they'll just start self-sabotaging it's like they're looking for a reason that they can't achieve the goals that they're in their heads a good thing about goals setting goals is i i'm a big believer you set a goal that's scary that's achievable but it's still that scariness to it to it you think oh god i'm oh, it's going to be a knife's edge where i whether i can do that and that's for, for for me and a lot of other people that gets us out of bed at ridiculously early in the morning to do these training sessions it keeps us up late in the evening to finish a training session it's you know it's one of the th- good factors is if, great factors in in the sport that makes you oh god i've got to get got to get this done because it's got to be achieved and and then um so i see that a lot i also see leading into it a lot of self-doubt now when you start take we we got we got got, as athletes um memories like a fish You, you you forget about all these great sessions you've done you forget about um just all that constant training loads week in week out um and you, st- you have a couple of easy days as you start resting into your big race and then all of a sudden um you, you think god i'm not feeling fit and then come taper time mo- most people feel crap during taper you start feeling tired you start feeling fatigued your legs start feeling heavy just walking to the letterbox and back but yet you um and you start thinking god i don't think i'm going to be fit enough so it, these doubts start creeping into your head and then um you these are the times you got to go through your training log and actually go god's sake i did a fair bit of training here i, I sh- I'm, I'm i'm on this these are so valuable these training logs to help help for these times um i've I've heard countless athletes that have. I've actually said you need to go back and look through look through all your training you've done, and it can be surprising. You think, "Geez, did I do that? I forget. I forgot all about that." Oh yeah, that was a good session. That really wasn't that long ago, um, and so that can help build that confidence. But true, um, what we do as endurance athletes is we you know give it all heard me we get our training volume up and then we get a recovery through the volume and then we can add intensity but the thing that circles all of that is every all the sessions have got to you know they've got to mean something but they've got to give give us confidence as well i'll give a training session to an athlete 
and they're gonna go and i've had it a couple of times i had one athlete who did not want to do an um an ftp test i think it was like three or four weeks out from their 70.3 race and I wanted to. I wanted them to do it, and I don't normally give them. Don't normally get athletes to do FTP tests close to that, that close to a race. But this one I wanted to, and it was purely because I wanted him to mentally get a lot of confidence from it. And and that was all the reason I wanted. And he kept he kept that returning reply to me. I I, I don't think it's wise. I I think we should be doing something else. And, he, and and I so I had to write. Now we've got to do it. You've got too much self doubt. You have to have to have to do it. I don't care what you miss out on. This session has to get done. He did it. He killed it. And I knew he was going to kill it. I just knew it. And because the everything I was seeing in his training log told me that. He's well above the level he thinks he is. He did it. He smashed it out of the ballpark. He kept going longer. Um, oh, I want it was like an hour's worth of testing, but I want to say he put like two and a half hours in all up. He just felt so good. He got so much confidence out of this test, and then he ha- he went out and just smashed the living daylights out of this seventy point three race. Um, so a lot of what we do has has to have a confidence building component to it. That's probably the most important aspect to any training program. You can you can follow any system you want, whether you want to be do, doing it, um, you know, two weeks on, one week easy, three weeks on, three one week easy, or you want to do pyramid training or polarized training or just high volume training or low volume training high intensity training whatever the type of training you want to do it must have a level of self-confidence built into that training system phase or system you want to be doing if you you can follow um, my training programs for instance but if it's not going to give you confidence it's the wrong one for you if you can then you know go over to Brett Sutton's get one of download one of his training plans but if you're not going to get the confidence through that well then it's the wrong plan for you you can go um, you know pick a pick a, a legendary coach go, go go Darren Smith and or or one of those and if he but if you're not going to get the confidence through it you you're wasting your time so every anything you do you're going to have to have that level of confidence through it um, as of you know you're going to get to the starting line you're going to be hopefully as fresh as possible. You're not going to feel as fresh as possible days leading into it, but on race morning, you're going to feel surprisingly good. You're going to have nerves because you don't know what the day's ahead. This is all new stuff. Even if you've done it 38 times, it's still that level of anything can happen during this race. Um, and a lot of it's out of your control, but all you can do is manage what what's in front of you. I would say just about every single person on that starting line has some form of nerves. Um, some You don't want to be one of those people that are nervous that they didn't do enough or you, you missed out on too much or you didn't get down to that, um, you know, you didn't lose those five kilos you wanted to lose because, God damn it, that bloody chocolate's too nice. You want You want to have all those little boxes ticked so the only thing you're worried anything you 
just have a game plan. You know, I'm going to have a little bit of a warm-up in the water before the race and before that, you know, I'll, I'll swim 200 metres and then I'll do some drills and I'll swim another 100 metres and with a couple of little shorter bursts and then I'm going to hop out, I'm going to have a drink or some water, whatever it is. You write your game plan down for the day, read it 100 times and so it just... It looks familiar. I, I've, I think I've mentioned it here on the podcast a couple of times. Conor McGregor, um, whether you like him or hate him or whatever, he had, when he won his, I want to, I think I'm right when I say this. When he won his world championship, his first title belt, they said, "How how does it feel? You know, is it you know, basically, how does it feel?" And he says, "It feels familiar." He's He's um, seen this in his head so many times. He's visualized it thousands of times that it feels familiar, and it, and that's what you know. That we're, we're, it should this whole race should feel familiar. You've done it in training. You've done it um, all this, all the you know session after session. Um, you've probably visualized what it's going to look like, and just even enduring. But you know. You go through can go through some bad times, but try and you know. Any time you go through a bad time in a in a race, you just revert to counting cadence, whether it's swim cadence, you know, whether and whether you're counting, you know, um, up to fifty strokes or whatever. Just start counting st- cadence, bike cadence, run cadence, whatever it is, and then you can try and get your way out of there. But the dark times never last long. Hopefully, hopefully, never last long. Anyway, you, you don't want to go down that deep rabbit of God. I'm feeling crap. Oh, I'm feeling crap, and you keep going down that rabbit hole. You just try and get your brain away from it as much as as much as you can. Um, and then another one. Add it on to the question. Bear with me. Um, so, oh, no, oh he's wondering about. Um, the last two weeks of Ironman race week, what do you do? Um, so I'm, I might cover all that in a, another episode. So if you guys have any other questions, jump on through to the website. I hope that helped. If you until next episode, God damn, who rue?